Welcome to Next Gen Video Game Theory by Nick Awesome. As always, guys, please make sure you click subscribe for more theories about video games and the future of it. Let's get started. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the to the podcast today as always please click subscribe it's much appreciated and, and if you can please rate me i think on apple Podcasts you can rate me there so today we're just going to talk about uh how, does powerful gaming systems matter does it really matter from that perspective and is the future gonna be powerful gaming systems and i think that's a really interesting topic when you think about it because you see the systems like the Nintendo Switch, which have decided not to use the power at hand per se. And I think that's a interesting thing because they've always kind of lagged behind, whether it was the Nintendo Wii and then moving on to the next version of that, then going to the Nintendo Switch. You did notice that it really did not have improvement. Now they've always been able to put kind of like this small form factor in where you had the portability, which was always has always been really kind of a neat concept when it comes to gaming is they've kind of taken the portability approach where they no longer produce those Game Boy Colors, Game Boy Advances, the, the 3DS and all those different technologies. They went ahead and decided to put portability and also have the plug-in docking station into the TV which has worked very well for Nintendo just from that aspect and giving them that ability to really bring their gaming systems into innovation because they've lagged about a generation behind on the technology they're able to focus on. Hey, what can I improve here that maybe a lot of companies are not doing? And that has just been phenomenal for them from the switch, being able to dock that out, undock that, uh, the joy pads, having the detachable joysticks, and then allowing multiplayer through that approach. For, for instance, Mario Kart really did that well. Then Zelda had some innovation when it came to gameplay and being able to use the different features of that controller slash screen to allow you to do that and also having the maps on the little controller when you have it on the TV and stuff like that. So that's stuff that has improved the Nintendo Switch tremendously and really allowed the markability of that system. So I'm kind of curious what Nintendo is going to do in the future because they don't have the most powerful system. They've never gone down that road. I think for sure they're going to have a lot of HD capability. They'll run natively at 1080p, no problem for sure with this next generation. The question you're going to have, is it going to be portable? And I think they'll still go to that portable route. I don't see why they wouldn't, but I would assume they're just going to lag a little bit behind, see what's going to happen with the Xbox and the PS5 and go from there. I don't think they're going to jump the gun necessarily and take on those two systems. So they're going to let that kind of blow over, which is going to give them an opportunity to really focus on what kind of hardware do they want to make. And then their launch systems, I can definitely see a Zelda coming into play. You're going to have your new Mario Kart, of course, that's given. And using those, the travel feature as a major uh, selling point for the system, 
for instance, being able to play Skyrim on a portable system was such a neat concept when that first came out. And they've really done a good job of being able to integrate like games you wouldn't think that'd be able to run. Uh, Outer Worlds, for instance, the game I never thought would be able to run on a Nintendo Switch is they got a port over there. So they've been doing a really good job of supporting, which was one of their fallouts with the Wii, is they weren't able to port a lot of those over. Nowadays, they're able to do that. And that's really been highly beneficial for Nintendo to have that ability to get some of those titles over there that traditionally would not have been an option when it comes to that portability. I do think they're going to dominate the, the next generation again. And the reason I say that is the PS5 isn't like graphically a huge jump. So when that comes out and they come out with their innovations, it will kind of change the market at that point. And then both companies are going to have to innovate. I would really like them to really focus more on remote and having the ability to kind of travel with it. I'd like to see a larger screen as someone who, who is taller and uh, has kind of larger hands, I would really like to see a system that comes with a larger screen, maybe even an iPad size screen with buttons on it. I think that would be proved beneficial from Nintendo's standpoint, because if you come with a good 1080p large screen like that, that's like the size of an iPad, that's a huge selling point. And if you can figure out the controls with that, uh, somehow hook them in there where it's like almost holding a good controller that would be the ultimate system for me because i do like big tvs but in reality as someone with kids i kind of got to go portable sometimes and it would really be nice just to be able to sit in a room uh hiding out basically and play that <laughs> i'm just kidding guys i don't do that and some mario during those times would be nice um but yeah, so lots of innovations coming from Nintendo here in the future. Uh, I really think they have this next generation up and wraps because they're going to have the graphic technology that this current gen has. And this gen has really good graphics overall. I And it's going to be pretty replicatable to even be close to what they have for PS5 and the new Xbox. Now, I wonder from that perspective if PS5 and the new Xbox ever do try to create their own systems that are handhelds. I, I'm shocked they haven't. So PlayStation hasn't done that since the Vita. I'd really like to see that, them take that technology and try to implement it. Just even if it was like PS4 level graphics, I'd be okay with that if they made it portable. And I think that's one thing that is missing, but I think even like a dummy streaming device that allows you to stream a lot of that over to a system for a couple hundred, I'd be okay at a $200 price point for a system that did that, which, hey, don't underestimate the power of streaming. That is the future, my friends. And if you can stream to a remote device that is really decent, that is just a game changer when it comes to gaming. And I do think we will eventually get to that point where you're able to do that. So that pretty much concludes this episode of the podcast, people. But as always, please click subscribe and I will see you next time.
I hope you all have a great rest of your day and talk to you soon about the future of gaming.